0: Hey guys, this is Adam and you are listening to the first ever disclaimer for an episode of They Said I'm Funny. This week, we interviewed fellow Central Texas comic, Seth Bryan. Seth warned us that he would be doing the interview in character, and boy was he. He used a whole bunch of words that most people might find offensive. Justin and I, we had a long discussion on how we wanted to publish this episode. We considered editing the episode, but ultimately we decided to go with this disclaimer instead, allowing you, the listener, to decide if you want to listen to the episode or not. If you think you might be offended by this episode, you're probably right and you should skip it. If not, enjoy the episode. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that's not even going to be on the recording, so I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but we we forgot to mention that everything is really sensitive. Um I bought these fancy I don't even Guitar. know what they're called, yeah, and, and it just makes makes it louder, so um, this is Adam Wolf and I'm here with uh Justin Marino. And you're listening to They Said I'm Funny. Today we have a very special guest. One of my favorite, and I'm not just saying this, one of my favorite, like uh I don't know, out of the out of the ordinary, yeah. just every time uh I'm laughing my ass off uh comedians, uh Seth Bryan.
1: Thank you. And I'm sorry my phone went off. I'm in a race war on a YouTube comment section right now.
2: <laughs> which side are you on? Uh,
1: what? Which side am I on? Yeah,
2: the Alex Cunningham side or the...
1: Um. Well, I was trying to... I don't even know why, but I was arguing with someone about how uh, biracial people don't exist. You're either black or white. There's no in between, which I don't believe, you know. But it was... <laughs> got a lot of people <laughs> upset. And now I'm starting to kind of believe my own bullshit. I'm starting to think maybe I'm right. But
2: you were you were so you began trolling. I
1: began trolling. But now, but now, now I'm an actual racist. St- yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So what percentage of an average day do you spend trolling the internet?
1: Uh, about 17 hours. <laughs> about my <laughs> my, sc- my screen time is insane. It's so unhealthy. It's terrible. But I so yeah, so Sorry about the, the the notification. I'll keep the. Well, the
0: it's okay. The funny part is that that's, so what I do is I get the background noise and then it, when I'm editing it, it, I can pull that background noise and it kind of removes it throughout the podcast. So that's not even going to get picked up. Oh, it's
1: like, so it, I just expose myself for being, yeah, like, yes, okay. yes, you yeah, did. but well, so.
2: that's probably better for our <laughs> listeners just to, you know, they know the pacing yeah. and like the tone of this episode. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I used to do a lot of internet trolling and I,
0: I don't know why I, I think it'd be good. It was a lot it. of fun. Yeah. I do still they're troll Trevor if, uh, like, a, a scammer tries to, to reach out to me. I, I love trolling them, but I don't... Uh, the Instagram bots I enjoy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of
1: fun. Um, yeah, I've I, I've seen a lot of your posts of where you, like, go back and forth with trolls and or bots and stuff like yeah, that. It's very funny.
0: It is amazing how long you can keep them going. Yeah. Like and for nothing, but... Um, <laughs> All right, Seth, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know you're not from here. Yeah,
1: um, I'm from Massachusetts. I'm from a suburb of Lowell, Mass., about 40 minutes uh, north of Boston. 40 um, minutes north.
2: What was the name of it?
1: <laughs> I'm Well, I'm from Tingsboro, a town, but it's outside of, it's right next to Lowell, Massachusetts. You ever see the movie The Fighter with uh, uh, Christian Bale? Christian Bale. That 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 was the city I was born in. Okay, very <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, Crack City. There was a HBO documentary about it called "High on Ca- Crack Street" in the eighties. So you know that's the elk of people I grew up amongst. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you'll fit in well in Waco. We're we're we've got some. I know. Here. Was it,
1: I was wasn't it recently the anniversary of when um the U.S. government wrongfully killed those innocent <laughs> people, the Branch Davidians? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I think they had a
2: few legs to stand on yeah. as far <laughs> as their religious rights.
1: Yeah, I don't know too much what happened about it. I just I just saw a little clip um, earlier of Anthony Cumia talking about it, and I um, just thought that was interesting. On TikTok? No, YouTube. YouTube. Okay. okay. It's yeah. just
0: down the road from here. Oh, that's cool. You can... Uh, is that right? That's Like, maybe 20 minutes away? Is it a historical 15? marker? Like, can you... Is there... Well, they put their own stuff up. There's... Uh, like monuments. So you, you can actually go in if it's open. Um, and, uh, there's a new chapel they built there. There's a, uh, you can go to where the swimming pool and the bus that they buried and all that stuff. It's still out there. I went there once, but I was by myself. So I just went like where the monuments are and took some picture and then left. Cause I didn't want to, I don't, I don't know how easily convinced, like how gold, gull- I don't know what the word is like malleable to, uh, Colts, so I didn't want to get because there's no brains. are you're still there. <laughs> I did because if I went in, there's a chance that I might not even be like here a, interviewing like you to guys. I might be
2: <laughs> a team, wake up with fresh, with you know, ready to be imprinted on.
1: I, I'm yeah. glad you're open about that because I'm so impressionable myself. I'm Impr- like, that's, that's the, the word, word. Yeah, yeah. yes. Thank I'm you very, um, I'm very susceptible to propaganda. Um,
2: what's your favorite conspiracy theory?
1: My favorite conspiracy theory. Is um probably that the uh, the Jews run the media? <laughs> uh, sorry, is so that not, voted, is that so not you a, voted
2: for Kanye? Yeah. So do you uh, believe that,
1: or or is it just your favorite? Like, oh, do I believe it? I mean, yeah. is the sky blue. I don't know. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the answer you were looking for. I don't know if you were hoping I would say, you know, oh, I think <laughs> I think birds are cameras or something <laughs> like that, yeah. something fun and exciting. But no, I think the Jewish mafia runs Hollywood. And the education system.
0: Oh, both. Because my <laughs> my favorite conspiracy theory is that 9-11 was an inside job, but I don't actually believe Rookie it. Like, I know shit. that, like, jet fuel. I mean, I kind of. Jet fuel cannot. I'm older than you guys, beams. so I kind of, I lived through it. So it was like, yeah. you know, like, maybe if I was 20 years older, it, it would be the moon and landing were you, was fake.
2: And forgive me, because I have no concept of, like, time. Mm-hmm. I know you're older than us. Very, very much, Yeah. And when you say very much, so were you enlisted when that happened? Yeah, I was uh, in Belgium
0: when 9-11 happened. I okay. was at work. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, I had to walk home because... Um, they wouldn't let you fly? Oh, home. no, I just... No, I, <laughs> I had to leave the jet on the... Yeah, I, but I lived right across the street from the base, so I just, <coughs> instead of driving, I, would, I had to walk home in the rain. It was like a movie. Mm. Yeah, it was... Uh, but yeah, so... Maybe if I was older, um, like the moon landing would have been my favorite conspiracy theory. Sure. But um, that didn't happen. But I, I don't, don't believe it was an
2: inside job. I We've never my been favorite. on the
1: moon. Yeah. I remember where I was during 9 11. You were six months old. I was sucking my mom's tit in huh? the living oh, okay. room. and I didn't know if you were still in your dad's nutsack or something. I don't know. <laughs> nope. nope. Boy, was life simpler <laughs> before 9 11. Don't you have a
2: bit about that?
1: How, oh, man? Sucking his mom's titties or 9 11? No, the 9 like. Yeah, I'm workshopping it right now. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I've only got to do it one time, and That's Adam good. hasn't heard it yet. No.
0: Well, I can't wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is what yeah, this is what we're here for.
0: So you you were in, uh, what was that town? Tins- Tins- Tings
1: Tingsborough. Tingsborough. Tingsborough, Massachusetts. Is that a Jamaican town? Tingsborough. No, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually anti-Jamaican. If you're if we're gonna be honest here, it's <laughs> yeah pretty uh opposed to jamaican <laughs> folk uh it's it's like 97 percent white um Spe- specifically jamaica like they love all other races
0: just jamaica they just, just hate jamaican, jamaican.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah our township was actually at war with jamaica in the <laughs> 1700s it was a weird <laughs> it was a weird thing it was a colony discovered by a man named edward ting oh okay <laughs> for really his name was edward ting and um he was a uh, he slaughtered a bunch of Indians and w- and we set up shop on the Merrimack River. That's the American way, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah so it's a it's a quaint town, um, you know. Uh, and uh, but I lived in uh, the a, a little like project area. I live in the the port is right on the border of Nashua, New Hampshire. If you don't know where Nashua is, Nashua, New Hampshire is like the asshole of uh, of. New England, it's like there's Manchester, New Hampshire, and that's right in the center of, of New Hampshire, and that's sort of like you know where a lot of the that's like the stomach that where a lot of the digestion of crackheads, <laughs> meth heads.
2: Mr. KCF, likes from right, or are you just I I don't there?
1: know, prob- could be um, Adam Sandler's from that area. Cool, um, and, and uh, pedophiles and stuff, and they are they're all in Matt, and they they. <laughs> mix around in manchester and then they trickle down to nashua which is the asshole mm-hmm. where they flow and disperse through massachusetts okay. nice. and then you and then yeah massachusetts is a mixture of that and like highly intelligent sophisticated people that's the beautiful thing about massachusetts is like
2: and that's where your comedy comes <laughs> in <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes and
1: i'm like fucking uh matt damon and uh when fucking uh uh what's that movie? What
2: you're talking about uh Goodwill Hunting.
1: Goodwill Hunting, <laughs> yeah. I'm like dude, that's every every fucking scumbag in Boston thinks that they're Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> thinks that they're some fucking just natural genius.
2: Give me a fucking math problem. Yeah. Give me a fucking math problem.
1: <laughs> And then you like you, you get into a debate with them and then like 5 seconds and they're like I'll beat your fucking ass. You like right, dude, that's not how how you like them apples how you like them apples how <laughs> huh, you fucking faggot and you're like dude this isn't that's not how the movie went at all huh you retarded faggot huh and you're like dude you're supposed to be sophisticated that's, yeah they're like shut the fuck up and you're talking about right now not like in
0: the 90s when i was in high school and that's how. yeah well we, you, that's yeah, the that way was, we talked
1: that's actually an um (coughs) and that guy was actually asian that was actually an asian (laughs) boston guy that's there's a couple of them when the you know what my friends in in boston when they they called me when the chinese spy balloon came you know what they they called me up and they were like seth my buddy paul paul calls me he's like seth seth the chinks are coming the chinks are coming (laughs) said what he was riding around on a lime scooter through the city of boston like the chinks are coming Paul. Trying to shoot it, down. <laughs> yeah. Trying to shoot it down. So the stereotypes <coughs> about uh,
0: Boston—untrue, uh, untrue, un- 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 untrue, completely <laughs> un- un- okay, untrue, untrue yeah. and unfounded. No, yeah. <laughs>
1: You're here to put those uh, <laughs> false rumors to yeah, rest. <laughs> it's, a, it's a highly politically <laughs> correct. They have a. They have a. Uh, uh, a new mayor in Boston right now, Michelle Wu, an a uh, young Asian millennial woman. They hate her. <laughs> Not just, voted for her. Well, they don't fucking vote in <laughs> Boston. They don't fucking vote. Like, the college kids all vote from, like, other places that know what voting is. <laughs> a lot of people in Boston still think England's in charge of things. They don't fucking know, dude. It's a very traditional city. <laughs> I think we need, like,
0: a gritty, like, Cheers reboot on, like, Showtime or HBO where they can really, you know, like, bring out the true Boston.
1: There's two uh, Bostons. It's college Boston, which is, like, you know... uh intelligent sophisticated boston and then there's like traditional boston which is like a corrupt drug-infested you know in No in between I think waco's like a smaller version mm-hmm. of that because
0: you have like the baylor silos super white you know christian or a quote-unquote christian and then you have the rest of waco which is just like a regular town and mm-hmm. um not as racist as Boston but still oh there is some i
1: do they yeah. hate Michelle Wu they <laughs> hate her she also became mayor during the pandemic too so she was trying to enforce like all of the like she was like okay <laughs> okay guys um so we need to wear masks and practice social day and everyone's like fuck you (laughs) don't you fucking tell me what to do every black people hispanic people white people all just she's she's been uh heckled off stage like booed off stage i've never seen a mayor or any like political official job
0: she needs bill burr to be her translator yeah yeah because he 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 can deal with people in boston That's he would what, be yeah. a
1: great he would be a great mayor 'cause because he is a pretty like liberal guy himself and i think he would be like a good because he can he knows how to speak to the people you know he'd be like don't be fucking retarded wear a mask you know and people would be like all right but you know when you have some like young they're so used to there was this guy mayor menino who is the mayor of Boston for like seventy. Was he years. related to
0: um, the lady from the gas station
2: that Maria you could Menounos? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, okay.
1: No, Maria <laughs> Menounos is uh, much less uh, imp- important or, or useful in any <laughs> regard as <laughs> Mayor Menino. The man he was a very corrupt Irishman in Boston, and uh, he he was he didn't even like he couldn't understand a word he was saying. His accent was so thick, and he had a big fat tongue. <laughs> you kind of like had down syndrome voice like where <laughs> it was like yeah, dude like we need to like i'm not even i'm not even if you look up videos of him and he, he also had like joe biden where like he would just mix up his words and stuff plus he audibly was was hard, hard to hear and he straight up was mayor for like 30 years
2: yeah why are, why aren't there term limits on that you know uh,
0: I don't know because the people that could enact the term limits are the ones that want to keep are the power. in
1: power. Yeah. So yeah, fair yeah.
0: enough. That's why Congress isn't not or the <coughs> fight the yeah.
1: power guys. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yes, that's that's where I'm from, <laughs> <laughs> from Tingsboro. And so, how did a uh, uh,
0: a young budding stand-up comedian from Tingsboro is that what how you say Tingsbury Tingsboro T- Tingsboro? How did you end up in Texas?
1: um honestly uh i got um my ex-girlfriend at the time sent me a video of her fucking another guy and i i was i kind of went crazy and, and just packed all my things in my car and just drove around the south for a bit and then uh my my friend was living in austin and he was a comedian and he was like hey dude you should come here and i was like all right and then i came down here and then he went schizophrenic and he left he went back to boston and I've just been down here <laughs> For about a year now We're glad you stayed Nice yeah, yeah man So it's been pretty good It's been pretty good Um But that's you know The guy who fucked my My ex dude He's like the coolest guy ever That was <laughs> the worst part Cause I wanted to hate the guy You know He had a massive dick So So did you know him be? (laughs) Did you know him before? No, no. So you you like? No, I just stalk his Instagram. So after every morning,
0: after you saw him uh, (laughs) making sweet love to your girlfriend, yeah.
1: Nope. No, There's no sweet you love being you decided, made. She was getting pound. Yeah.
2: You decided he was a
0: cool person after,
1: <laughs> like you didn't know him before and thought he was a cool person, decide. and then you felt betrayed. He, I didn't decide. He just, he just objectively, objectively is, cool. Yeah. He's a cool <laughs> fucking guy, dude. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever, dude. I wanted to hate him, but he's just so like you know, he. Uh, she went. No, she studied abroad oh, in that's, Amsterdam. That's the issue. Which that was, of course, you yeah. know, like who goes to Amsterdam right. to like higher education their education you know she was going there to do drugs and get fucked and fair you know fair game that's (laughs) where you go and uh but yeah when she got (laughs) fucked by a guy (laughs) sent me the video Um, on accident no (laughs) 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 that's
2: a weird way to break up with somebody or are no. y'all still
1: together? i <laughs> <laughs> like, we're actually engaged. I got her knocked up. She's pregnant. I don't know if it's yeah. my kid. She's in Amsterdam right She's now. Still but in Amsterdam, <laughs> still but I'm paying, for, I'm paying child support for her kid with yeah. this guy. I don't know. I love her. Um, now she... Uh, but yeah, I would stalk his Instagram and like he like skateboards and goes to museums and everything. And I'm oh, like, man. fuck, dude. So is is he an American or is he no? Uh, he's, a Dutch, he's Dutch. Dutch, yeah. That's why I saw a Dutch Bros, a Dutch Bros <laughs> cup, and almost, <laughs> almost went to the bathroom and slit my wrist right before this, slit my penis, my fucking dumb American penis. I have, I have complimentary uh, razor blades in the bathroom. Oh, uh, you <laughs> yeah. You know what? Instead of all these tampons, they're putting in gender neutral bathrooms. I How about fucking razor blades? (laughs) How
2: about that? You can have them whatever color you want. Pink, blue.
1: How about everybody just just cut your fucking wrists and end it all. All right. Right. So
2: I think we need to take a step back. Right.
1: I'm from Tingsboro. Tingsboro, Jamaican
2: province of Massachusetts. Yep. Um. So why, mm-hmm. why me and Adam adore Seth is because his sense of humor is so incredibly unique and I wouldn't, edgy, would you consider yourself edgy?
1: I'm a moderate. Am I, I yeah. feel like no, I'm, yeah. you've been, at, and maybe it's
0: Corky's, maybe I, because I haven't seen you in any other places. I don't feel like you've
1: been super edgy at Corky's. I don't say I don't say this like I I am I'm not I'm not that edgy like at all. I feel like i have been more edgy at podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I'm just experimental. And when I first got to Corky's, I I was doing a thing where I was at that time I was probably like a year into to stand up where I was pra- I would practice like word for word what I was gonna do, and and, then p-
2: and people at your style people assumed you went up there well i started with riffing. the blank okay you i were did riffing. yeah okay okay that's okay. why
1: so <laughs> yeah i um because like so after like a year where i would because i did i used to do theater in high school but um you know that was that was just because um i didn't have a father figure and <laughs> i so like i was used to like rehearsing a lot and everything and so my my stage presence was very like you know precise and then um when you hit a cold so i hit a cold streak sort of and i was um bombing with my material and then i was like shit like i want to get better so that if my material is not working i can switch off of material and and just kind of do crowd work or characters or like whatever and then get back to material you know and uh so when I first went to Corky's I uh started just doing like every week was kind of riffing going off blank or maybe just like having an idea of a character that I was gonna do like sometimes I would go on as like this guy like I would like to go on sometimes as like an alt-right like young white guy who's just like con- which is
2: completely off-brand <laughs> for the Boston <laughs> <scene>. <laughs>
1: Just like you know, a guy who's just like obsessed with like watching like Fox News or like Stephen Crowder and stuff like that. So like he's just so depressed and like <laughs> so like oh the world's <laughs> falling apart, the fbi's <laughs> after Donald Trump <laughs> and the government's tyrannical and they're raping kids and all this stuff and like because if you if you're obsessed with that point of view, which a lot of people are, it's like why life is miserable yeah absolutely
2: a lot of people in my family i think are yeah living that life right now there's Uh yeah there's (laughs) sex trafficking rings underneath i mean it's all true
1: it (laughs) is all it is all true you just you know but if 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 it's both sides of the vial my point is just like if you're if you make it your whole personality to care about it you're you have to be miserable you know every single thing that we've said here is true and a fact. Going back to the we Jews. are in
2: incognito <laughs> yeah. mode, back to the Jews running the media, <laughs> everything.
1: But, um, but yeah, you can't you can't like fixate on it. But it, I would, so I would go to you know Corky's and just do like a character like that, or like a drunk guy, or like stuff like that, you know. Um, and then, and then once I got comfortable with that, I, I was like, okay, now I can go back to material because now if my material is not working, I'm I'm more comfortable, you know, doing okay. riffing.
2: And I've and talked stuff. to you privately. Because, I mean, there's a lot of people on the scene and everybody's good. Not everybody's good, but (laughs) (laughs) everybody has their strengths, you know, that play in. But um, ever, yeah, ever since you got here, I've always enjoyed your unique perspective and style. And they say the breakfast is the most important meal of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a a five-minute set. (laughs) Of every single line, (laughs) starting with they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Were you
2: there? That I don't think so. It was fantastic. It
1: was a five minute set (laughs) where every single because I saw (laughs) you ever watch America's Got Talent where they have comedians on, and the comedians always fucking suck. The comedians well, they have to be so (laughs) dude, yeah, like so TV comedy, which is that's a fair point, too. Like, they could be like genuinely really good comedians, but just like I mean, like on that format with what they're allowed to say and everything. It's it's awful. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that would be like asking us to perform in front of kindergartners. Like, we couldn't Mm, do
1: it. Well, I could. (laughs) could. Legally, you couldn't. (laughs) If drag queens can. Alright, well... (laughs) yeah i can do it i just have to i do drag queen story hour on the side that'd be crazy this little side thing is like meeting someone who actually does drag queen story hour. what are you doing oh i'm i'm mm. reading to children later oh sick and yeah, then you see cool. you on their facebook they were just in drag and everything and you're like oh fuck and it's like that's cool. it's okay yeah it's fine you could yeah you could but do that what were we just saying though before that <laughs>
2: breakfast is the most important meal oh
1: yeah yeah well there was one comedian who went on they were and they you know were dressed in like a very odd i don't know like they had a weird attire and stuff like that and then their material was so like like 19 like 90s and one of the jokes was they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day yeah unless it's poison then the antidote's the most important meal of the day and like everyone was oh, write that down <laughs> everyone was like whoa whoa, <laughs> golden buzzer <laughs> like you know the audience is like standing up like holy shit and so then um me and my friend were just kind of riffing in text like making fun of it. where we just spent like probably about 16 hours of just like they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day yeah unless it's blah 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 so then I went to Corky's and did a five-minute set of just <laughs> of just those, except for one part in the middle where I started doing jokes about my wife and my doctor for about 45 seconds, and then went back to, to that. Um, but, yeah, so I would just try to have, like, fun like that, you know, at, at Corky's and stuff for a while, just kind of doing stu- – just, like, experimental. So I wouldn't say I'm, like, an edgy, like, comic because, you know
2: – But, yeah, but I wouldn't say you're mainstream –
0: well for me no. what I what I like is and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've I've seen you do um certain sets and you get up there and it, to me it, it seems like you're just riffing. Like you got up there, you didn't have anything planned and um, That's part of the genius. Then like maybe two weeks later I'll see you do a basically the same premise yeah. where it, it you've changed it up so it's not the same exact thing, but you're you're so you're not riffing. Mm-hmm. But it's still, you're so effective at making it seem like you're just up there just talking and it, it really impresses me because I'm, like you described where you, you practice exactly how you want to do it. That's the way I've been my entire time and I, I rarely deviate from that. And so even when you aren't necessarily riffing or doing brand new stuff, you are, it still seems natural and, and like you're just talking. And
1: yeah, yeah. Well, that's also another thing about like... Practicing you can definitely when you practice out your set you can definitely like um, like master it and everything and and really like work on it and stuff so there's definitely like a good part of that too but I I also just have found that like a lot of ideas just sound better the first time I I actually say it like even in my like if I'm if I practice a bit I'll say it maybe like once like in my bedroom and I'll be like that's great and then I'll try it again even if i'm just trying to figure out like how long it is or something like that like time wise and then when i try it again it just like it's not as good for whatever reason i'm like overthinking it now and stuff so i i just like a lot of times i know what i'm going to say but it's the first time i'm actually saying it when i'm you know on stage just because it's so it like feels fresh <coughs> i
2: don't know how um much your background is in hip hop but it sounds like you're like a good freestyler like it's never been said out loud but it's definitely been thought kind of thing you know
1: yeah yeah pretty much i mean like unless i'm doing crowd work everything i'm saying i've like thought of um yeah or like or a lot is um stuff i've said in conversation that i'm like oh that's a good point and then i'll just be like oh i'll talk about that on stage or something (laughs) like that but now, I, lately, I've been trying to work on, like, you know, set up punchline and stuff because you also have to be able to have material that can, like, work, you know, whenever and stuff like that. So I like to, you know, do a lot of N-word stuff. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. Know.
2: Just stay topical and just give the people what they want. You yeah.
1: Know? Did you say N-word or N-word? N-word n-word like the racist slur yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah Hard er
2: <laughs> for sure yeah and okay. he did this in clean i watched him do it uh he had 15 minutes uh the people were just standing applauding that's what they <laughs> wanted to hear it was yeah. um, black room it was, it black was room. all black room and they were uh, they were just in awe of his bravery <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's performance art you know, who's my favorite uh, performance artist? Is this young comedian in Central Texas? His name's uh, Angelo, and <laughs> <laughs> he—this guy Angelo—he's a one-name comic, <laughs> just Angelo. And uh, he's like a performance art guy, kind of like Andy Kaufman, where he goes up and does really bad every time, <laughs> bombs every single time, and it's great. Hey, it's great. The, the
2: chums, no, no cleverness. The chums. So. <laughs> he, yeah. Hey, I like his African lion joke.
1: Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a, he good
2: is a good kid. He's got a good The job. closest we've ever had to a, a sponsor. They gave
0: us two free stickers. I'm also
1: yeah. sponsored by Prime. I only <laughs> drink Prime now. Nice. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is time for a, a sponsor break. All right. Guys, you feeling down? Need some energy? Prime Tropical Punch. <laughs> Naturally flavored. 10 calories. Zero grams of sugar. Three carbs. And a shitload of potassium.
1: Is that what it says? Or are you? Uh, <laughs> That's verbatim. I also vote for Michelle Wu. <laughs> vote for, for president <laughs> in 2024. Who are you guys voting for? I'm voting for Trump.
2: Kanye, probably.
1: I'm gonna vote for Trump.
2: I'll write him in if he doesn't run again. For Ye? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't. Uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, but I know where he stands on ready. the Jews. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm looking for a more, like, you know. Uh what's the word? Level headed kind of gotcha, guy. Gotcha, and gotcha, gotcha. I Trump. don't mind.
2: I mean we have demented now. Like why couldn't we have a bipolar president? Like
1: Yeah. As long as it's not a woman. <laughs> as long as it's not a woman. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah,
2: that's we will that's go That's what I'm voting for. We will for. go through
1: every like mm like everything neurological disorder before we
2: get to a woman
1: (laughs) someone said it was a great i forget who some other podcaster some smarter than smarter and more creative than me who thought of a genius thing that i wish i did where they were like it would be great to get a a black woman president before a white woman president because you know like eventually white women are gonna like it puts them in a situation where they can't be like it's time for a white woman. Because li- like <laughs> you couldn't say that out loud. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then you just sound racist. <laughs> so just have, but you know that they're going to be like, <laughs> we got skipped. We got skipped. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it goes like white man, black man, white woman, well, uh, black woman. If... President Biden is reelected. There is a
0: really good chance we will have yeah, our first African president.
1: <laughs> Not if I got something to do and about I'm it. I am going to have to. Uh, I, I will kill Kamala shit. Harris. <laughs> <laughs> I will assassinate Kamala Harris. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, my son is upstairs. The neighbors.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah what what is is going death on? by rape? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is I'm not <laughs> an edgy comic, though. It's an experimental thing. <laughs> this is going to take some editing. I, like, some of that I can probably leave yeah, in, yeah, but that yeah. last part... Yeah, I'm going to have to... End. Just beep. Oh, we do. We it, <laughs> Yeah, we'll bleep most it, of what the, you're in saying. The funny, part, <laughs> the funny part is it's going to sound even worse after yeah. I beep it. We've learned okay. that.
1: Kamala Harris is a... <laughs> <laughs> I said it. A poop. <laughs> the real N word. A Neanderthal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying it every time. Holy cow! Well, they don't know. <laughs> they don't.
2: We're so glad oh, we, we had you. Had you. So, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are what are your inspirations for comedy? What made you want to do oh, comedy? Yeah. 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 Well, let's backtrack. So you said you were in theater because uh, you had an absentee father. Hmm. But. <laughs> um, <laughs> You were part of a you're part of an improv troupe, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I used to I used to well, not a troupe, I was part of a club. There's a club in Boston called Improv Asylum. It's a it's like the second biggest club. The first biggest club is Laugh Boston. That's where all the stand-ups go. Um and then like or not even like that's like where like like nationwide stand-ups go and stuff, you know, like headliners. Um and then Improv Asylum, it's owned by the same company they're like sketch improv sometimes like stand-up type or like comedy stuff but uh so it's like pretty much everything else but stand-up at that club and uh when i was 18 i got in there and would do uh improv every monday night there and then sometimes get on like sketch shows or did that
2: help with your riffing and crowd work and stuff
1: uh i would n- yeah definitely but to i mean it keeps
2: you on your toes i have i have zero experience or knowledge or anything about improv
1: to be honest i like it was already like i kind of went in there i already knew a lot about improv like you just kind of do it you know like i used to just do it all the time with my brothers and stuff like so it's just improv is just kind of like like you can learn how to improv and stuff. Like you can learn the tricks of the trade and like be a good like improver. Yes and. Yes and stuff like that you know. But if you're just like funny then like you know how to improv. Or if you know how to act. Like if you know how to act you know how to do improv then. Okay so the theater helped.
2: Yeah yeah. Okay. Th- I would
1: say theater definitely helped me more than improv. Dude. Like right. I didn't really learn much from improv even though Got I you. spent like fucking $3,000 well, on classes. Because yeah. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme. <coughs> <laughs> correct, me, correct me if...
0: And I've heard that about other improv Troops or groups as well. That it's it's a cultish P- pyramid scheme. Yeah, a uh, lot of sexual abuse. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but correct me if, my, if I'm wrong. The improv <laughs> is more about keeping the story going and less about like getting the big punchline. Like you're you're supposed to yeah. prop up your other performers. Whereas comedy is literally about you getting the big punchline so that's
1: that yeah. was my like problem i think i kind of rub people the wrong way sometimes like i i, I, there was I couldn't co- imagine that <laughs> i like literally there would be times there would be a scene going on just a totally like regular scene and i would come in and be like guys holy fucking shit a plane just flew into the Twin Towers. <laughs> <laughs> just totally derail everything and set the scene. Now we're in 9-11. Just like <laughs> and then like that, we do that series of scenes. God and damn
2: it, Seth, this is the third week in a row. No,
1: but yeah. there was one The first night at, coming back from the pandemic, I did that. And then we did a little series of scenes. And then it cleared out. And then people are trying to restart and do something next. And then I come in. Guys, holy fucking shit. <laughs> the fucking Japanese just kamikaze Pearl Harbor. And just go like, and I did the third time where like I don't know, like Abraham Lincoln was assassinated or something, and um, (laughs) uh, it no one was really into it, but me, (laughs) no one was. We would have,
2: we would have been. Were you the inspiration
0: for Michael Scott's improv career in The Office? Because that's basically what he did. Those people are real.
1: Those people are like dead-ass real where it's like every single time (laughs) so like yeah FBI. that was kind of like i was taking the piss out of it when i would do it a lot and a lot of it too was like because you would do it and there would be like it's like the theater is like 200 people but like 50 of them are the other improvised there's it's it was in the round which was cool and uh there's so there's four sections and one fourth of the section was all of the other comedians and most of the time I was just kind of playing to them, you know, yeah. um, like just kind of having fun. Cause it's like, it was, it's like Monday night type deal, you know, unless it was like, unless it was like a sold out thing or a big night or something like that. Um, most of the time I would kind of the same thing I would do at Corky's, like just kind of fuck around yeah. and stuff. And Whereas there was a lot of other people who, like, were on their improv college troops and, like, I've been doing it forever and kind of took it seriously. So there was a couple of arguments I got in where they were like, you got to be on the same page. You got to mirror and everything. And it's <laughs> like, ah. Did they mirror on 9-11? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you mirror mirror and you know it's and it's also like it's very like you said cultish and theatery because it's like um, improv is pretty much a lot of like the funny theater kids you know that's kind of why i like was into it and stuff because when you do theater in high school you do a lot sometimes you'll do like improv stuff you'll learn about improv and everything so that's where a lot of whereas like stand-up is like any you know it's like crazy people or it's just like everybody you have all sorts of different type of people doing stand-up yeah. you know
0: did you do improv was there like a goal of being on snl or going oh, to ucb yeah. or something or do you yeah, still have definitely. those goals or are you no. like don't okay so just stand up now
1: no i mean i would love to like you know be a writer or something like that or i would still i still love improv and everything like that it's just like you know there's not there's a it's it's a sm- small scene. There's way more opportunities in stand up, yeah. and there's no opportunities in stand up. But there's like negative and improv <laughs> um, because it's it's a lot of bad improv out there, you know. There was an
0: Austin comic, as far as I know, they he didn't do improv or anything. He was just a stand up comic and a good writer, and he was a writer for Saturday Night Live for a few years. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, a lot and of people yeah. just
1: make it through stand up.
0: Martin Urbano, your uh, best, friend. your best, your. Your infatuation, your are yeah. He's the he's yeah. a writer on Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Yeah. Yeah, and he as far as I know is just stand up. I don't <coughs> know that he's does uh improv or anything. So yeah. Yeah. I, I
2: follow I follow him and he he posts the skits that he writes yeah. for Jimmy and he does he does a good job. I think they're funny. He's been I don't watch that show, but he's been on on
0: like in the skits on the show yeah, before. Yeah. 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 So good. there's still hope for you. He yeah. started out in Austin. He actually did like some shows with me and stuff. So that
2: yeah, know. we're supposed to have him on the show. Oh, there is very cool. We haven't asked him or
1: anything. <laughs> like yeah. t-
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, yeah. uh, ejaculate on his face, <laughs> or what am I supposed? A to? picture uh, of his, a face. picture of his face. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Oh, okay. To to will it into the universe. Print it out right. from the Jimmy Fallon website, yep, yep, and then for sure. ejaculate. And there might be a picture of Jimmy Fallon next to mm-hmm. so him. You talk to him yeah. every
1: time and be like, "Hey, dude, I have a bit idea." Dude, I got a sketch idea. I got a sketch idea for Jimmy, dude. I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, just the Every whole the time. whole
2: episode of us interviewing him this like do you, <laughs> <sketch> <laughs> idea. do you have is
0: Do you have like a whole bunch of unanswered like read but not replied DMs in
1: his in his inbox? Yes, yes. a lot. <laughs> I was like,
2: hey, what do you think about this joke?
1: <laughs> just one hundred paragraphs. Yeah. And the
2: last <laughs> one I sent him was. Hey, how funny would it be if we went into a seven eleven and had a hot dog eating competition and didn't pay for anything? Is
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that on TV? Yeah, it's just
1: <laughs> like every idea yeah. that she <laughs> comes into yes. your head, hey, what do you think about this? Oh my god. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> would be great. I'm sure he would love that. Every single time, he's like, "Oh wow, I love how creative and and enthused my and friend that is.
2: could be my big break. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah,
1: you you <laughs> could <laughs> marry or divorce your current wife and marry I'm Martin, Holly and a- it'd be yeah. fine, dude. What if we what if we do a sketch where it's like we go into Seven <laughs> Eleven, we have a hot dog eating contest, big hot dog eating contest, right? We eat so many hot dogs <laughs> in a big contest, and um and we don't pay for it." And then the guy running the gas station is like, hey, what
2: the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah,
1: you read that script. And then some crackhead runs in and starts beating people with the machete, you know, because it's in New York with this 7-Eleven. Oh okay. Or it's Boston. In or Boston. Kingsborough. Is
0: that where Fallon does his show? I don't know anything about it.
1: He does his show in an underground um, yeah. basement in the pedophile At the bottom hills of, a, yeah. of
0: Cosmos or what? What was it? Comet Pizza. pizza show. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In, in, <laughs> in in Hollywood or as I like to call it, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But I'm not, you know, as oh, experimental comedy. and stuff. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it's not. Our our regal team <laughs>
0: has told us that uh, free Palestine. We have to say uh, they say it, I'm funny. Does not endorse the conspiracy that endorse or condemn that any particular any race of our or ethnicity or religion this. runs any any industry.
1: I just want to know what I mean, white kosher we food still have a
2: chance that yeah. you're oh, already blacklisted. Is it okay for us to say the Jews the Jews
1: run the kosher food industry? We can say that, but not Hollywood. It's okay to be anti-Semitic. If you're pro-Palestinian, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not pro-Palestinian, then you're just racist. Then you're just, yeah, then, <laughs> then it's bad. But if you point out the fact that what are white people doing in the Middle East anyway, they yeah. clearly weren't yeah. born there. So how is that their land?
2: Well, they they were chosen.
1: <laughs> they were chosen, right? Yeah, chosen by me to be. Eradicated. <laughs> okay, that's gonna have to be. Huh? <laughs> I actually love Jew. I would grew up. <laughs> um, so hmm. I do. I do admire. I do admire Jewish people in there. You probably have. I mean, I love being Jerry from Seinfeld.
2: that from that area, you probably have some Jewish blood in you.
1: No, don't No. Jesus, <laughs> oh, no. maybe all. <laughs> maybe Jewish blood all <laughs> over my clothes and <laughs> my. I, uh, He's gonna How get that
2: twenty three of me back into we're just yeah. gonna find him with a headshot yeah. wound to the legule. You think we were providing beverages <laughs> just to be nice, but
0: we're trying to get your uh, DNA so we can prove
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cancel me, we'll just prove I'm right.
0: What do you what do you think about the uh, conspiracy theory? Um and I guess now we're the Alex podcast, but uh yeah. that Hitler had Jewish like his grandfather was Jewish.
1: Do you uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, you don't could know. could could be. Um Hitler was a crazy dude <laughs> crazy man did you say hillary or hitler <laughs> it's like you said oh you, oh you said hillary I, I thought you said hillary i thought you said hillary um no Hit- hitler um no we're not no no, 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 no. you ever see the greatest yeah. story never told
2: i uh, what's, so, what's our safe word watch the greatest story never told isn't that is that a YouTube the Ten Commandments? Henry? Charles Hes-
0: mm-hmm. Charleston Heston? Don't
2: I don't want to know. All right, let's let's uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> don't please <laughs> no one Google that. So
1: from Tingsboro. I'm 23. <laughs> um, 23 and so full of life and love <laughs> and
2: optimism. <laughs> I think the country's in a good place. <laughs> in a good. <laughs> I think it's in a good place. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Biden's America. People, wake up! I like Biden. I voted for Biden. No, I didn't. I <laughs> say so you are twenty three. Did you vote? No, I didn't
2: no, vote. Okay, no, yeah. I am not. Into He's too politics. young. I think like thirty, thirty and up. Well, he, I've and never he
1: did met say younger than thirty that vote.
0: He did say that uh, in Boston only the college people vote. Yeah, or in Massachusetts. I yeah.
1: think. I think. Um, I don't think anybody should just be able to vote to be honest. I think like there should be you should get a license to vote and and um and a Y chromosome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, that's <laughs> But no, I don't That's th- experimental. Thanks. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anybody should just vote to be honest and cuz there was some smart philosopher who once said like um democracy a government for the people by the people but what happens when the people are retarded? <laughs> and that's a real quote. That's um yeah, that's point. Aristotle. That's a real quote. Um, you know, and it's a good point. It's a fair point, you know. You see all these crackheads running around Austin and stuff, and they get just as so much a say as, you know, that so is someone like me? That is that is what crackheads are known for. <laughs> like,
0: panhandling like and crime voting.
1: and voting. Crackets <laughs> 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 are staunch. It's crazy <laughs>
0: going through Austin and some guys like <laughs> masturbating on the corner, but he's got all that like Bernie Sanders <laughs> and Hillary buttons sticker. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. both of our gyms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is communal <laughs> Yeah. Right. So yeah, but I live in Austin now. and uh, yeah. What part? North Austin, right next to Cap City. Oh, nice. Yeah, right next to Cap City. Oh, in the domain? Next to the domain, not in the domain. I was about to say. I didn't on the highway, right off the domain. I'm like five minutes away. Mopai? Mop- uh, re- no, the uh, capital of. of oh, tech. three. Well, I 360? shouldn't. I, there's a lot of Jewish people that are going to hear this, and I don't Jesus want Christ. them to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see what that? I've done.
2: Out <laughs> of those 25 <laughs> listeners, 24 of them are Jewish. Yeah, if I oh. go to the, uh, <laughs>
1: the analytics
0: on our. it. Um, if you sort it by um, religion, it's like ninety percent <laughs> Jewish. Oh wow! Yeah, look at that. <laughs> wow,
2: <laughs> ninety-seven percent
1: viewerships in Israel.
2: Dude, look, yeah. our Bangladesh numbers are up. Yeah,
1: Bangladesh is up. India's up. I like India. Look, I do like India.
0: That's because all the uh, scammers that try to scam <laughs> me, I, I send them a link to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: are our most uh, loyal listeners. Uh, what? Um, why do? Um, it's a really good. Do idea. Indians scam people? Are Indian scammers? I don't know. I, I think it might be... Is that what's happening?
0: Yeah. I
2: I, I don't know. I, I m-
1: didn't know that. Yeah. No, we're just assuming yeah. based
2: on um, terrible accents. Yeah. You know?
1: Are you telling me all those guys who call me are scammers? <laughs> are you telling me all those guys that I've bought uh, $500... Google Play gift cards? Google Play gift cards are <laughs>
0: scammers? <laughs> Wait, what? Your But your computer has never run faster. So Yeah. Are they really scammers? I don't know. Oh fuck!
1: <laughs> I've spent <laughs> thousands on <laughs> these
2: guys, and they're scammers. Yeah. Cool. they could be your friends man so justin <laughs> do you have uh,
0: absolutely any not. anything uh before we start winding things down for the interview and then uh <laughs> no <laughs> any other conspiracy theories or uh discussions about wayfair
2: furniture anything you oh wanna, no, I was just to discuss keeping the call it tally <laughs> so um, what did you guys
1: learn about me? how many racist <laughs> remarks
2: <laughs> no the r word was said four <laughs> times maybe
1: you five. know i was super hesitant to to uh cuss on alex's um podcast <laughs> he was trying to force me it took if you if you watch oh, it oh yeah it yeah he was me, trying to lure you it took me like 20 yeah. minutes in before and then um but I told myself I was gonna let just be okay today and okay. Just have fun yeah. and not we not appreciate it my head well, yeah yeah, and be open and, and trusting. <laughs> I don't know if our listeners will appreciate it, but we appreciate that you're
0: you're just being yourself with us I
1: love dude, I love it first of all, I've spent more time with special needs people, <laughs> wiping the asses of special needs people literally than anybody probably on the planet like I, I and I swear to God like I have taken care of so many disabled people since I was like ten years old. Because of the um, neighborhood you were in? Yeah, he didn't even know 90% of yeah. From the neighborhood. And family? No, not family. He just
0: follows them home from the grocery store? Yeah, like yeah, and, just, and mean, just
1: wipe their ass <laughs> with my tongue without... <laughs> um, no, I... community I, service. I started taking care of... I had a um, paralyzed neighbor I started taking care of when I was like 10. Um, he was like 40 years That's old. That's not
2: your responsibility. How did you get... Thrust into that,
1: so he was—he was like a—he f- he was kind of like a father figure type guy to me, you know. He was like in his like late thirties, early forties when I was like ten, and uh, I was friends with his nephews. He lived right—he was like my neighbor right across the street, and he used to pretty much just start me off at ten. He'd be like, "Hey, can you help me get into bed?" Um, <laughs> what's funny? We know where this is going. <laughs> this is either the most like heartwarming, <laughs> uplifting story ever. Or it's. I'm not You're about to be raped. Or it's no, 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 no! I swear, it's a hundred percent, hundred percent true. <laughs> and I would, you know, help him get into bed. <laughs> and he would say, "Go to my wallet." <laughs> <laughs> go to his wallet. This is a hundred. I swear to okay, God. We're dude, everything I'm saying is true. This is not a bit. I'd go to his wallet and I'd pull out <laughs> like twenty bucks and he'd be like thanks and then he'd be like come back tomorrow around like nine or ten so you can help me with my night routine so i'd come over you know i'd fill up his water take his dog out um put lotion on his leg because he had bad circulation (laughs) yeah so i would have to um and he he laid in his bed Naked, but he had a towel over his private parts, yeah. so because he, yeah, he's a well, it was more of was a gentleman, it was more of a face cloth, <laughs> it was more of a face cloth on his dick and balls, <laughs> and they did work, but I and then until he was wrecked or what? No, he had a, oh, uh, no, he, I mean, there was a handful of times, but like over the span of <laughs> seven years, right? Like, stress on the head, we're all dudes. <laughs> We're all dudes, and we get, like, random boners. Right. So, like, I I definitely didn't think anything of it. And then when I was, like, 13, we started getting a lot closer. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a fucking... (laughs) (laughs) He was like a father figure to me. (laughs) And uh, he would take... Like a father, like a priest father? (laughs) Hey, (laughs) no, listen. (laughs) (laughs) He'd take me camping. (laughs) Why a, would a paraplegic New go camping? He was a man's man. <laughs> I used, he had a, like a little like uh, camper up in New Hampshire. But yeah, every that's all that's all true. You know. All right, on that so, uplifting yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll note. Be our um,
0: table. Yeah, we're gonna have to uh, wrap things up on the, cool. <laughs> on this podcast, the entire podcast, uh, not just this episode. Well, we always end with uh, two questions. Uh, first of all, do you remember the first joke you wrote or performed?
1: Yeah, the first joke I wrote was, um, you know, I'm at, like, I got, I would, I would get on, I was 17, I did an open mic, and I was like, I'm nervous. People say when you're nervous, uh, picture the audience in their underwear, which is like, like weird, you know, like, imagine the first time that advice was given, you're backstage nervous, and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? Oh my God, I can't get out there and then some guy comes out from the shadows and is like, you know what I like to do <laughs> when I get nervous? So I get out there, and uh, I take a look at the audience Got get a good gander, and I I close my eyes, and I, I picture them naked. <laughs> the guy's like, what? He's like, that's right. And I was like, but you know, if I do that, my dick's going to get hard. <laughs> but uh, looking at the audience tonight, I don't think that will be a problem. And then they'd go, oh. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's right. <laughs> I have yeah, I've videotaped of the first couple times I did stand-up. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> <It was>
2: terrible. <coughs> yeah, we should have brought those yeah. on. you have to send them to
0: us yeah. and we can post them on our... If, if they're on, on YouTube, we'll yeah.
2: link them to the
0: bio
1: page. I could, I could if you them. want, yeah. They, they deserve their own... You know, to get broken down and made fun of. You know, just terrible. It's terrible stuff.
2: Leave it to the trolls.
0: All right. Well, and and our final question that we ask is: if you could go back in time and give little Seth uh, some advice, comedy, and if you can't think of anything comedy-related,
1: just in general, what would that be? Call CPS and try to get into foster care. (laughs) Okay. Call yeah. Try to get taken away. Get get away from, from this. This isn't right. You know it. And you know it's not right. <laughs> and you know it. You go to school. You see all the other kids going to school with their clean shirts and their rosy <laughs> cheeks and their new backpacks <laughs> and their overall positive demeanor and the teachers like them. And it's not that the teachers don't like you. It's just that you can tell the teachers. And you're
2: like you're like at show and tell like, Hey, what was the last time you guys checked off of a paraplegic? Right, like <laughs>
1: and you know the the kids think you're different, and you're not. It's not that you're different. It's just you're in a different situation yeah, than them, yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you, you're angry and you don't know why. And it's it, but don't take that out on other people. Yeah, it's yeah. not their fault. Even no, though not at all. even though you're jealous of of them, don't don't hit those kids. You know. Yeah. Don't hit those kids like your, you your got, parents hit you. You've got your lost boys.
2: You know, you you had a good support <laughs> system.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't jerk off with the older special needs kids, even though at the time it seems harmless.
2: Yeah. PlayStation 2 browser.
1: Yeah. Don't PS3 browser. Okay. PS3, sorry. PS3, bro. This was 2011, uh, like 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, that's that is that is great advice for all the little uh, Timmy's and Garys and Deshans and Tina's and Jamiraquies out there. Um do you guys anybody have anything to plug or anything before we uh
1: Yeah, uh you and I have a show. Oh yeah, yeah. June yeah. 23rd at the the Beltonian Theater. Check it out. It's an amazing venue. It's going to be a very fun night. Um we got Danny Martinez uh DJing it. He's very excited. We got uh D1 um hosting it. It's going to be a good time. Scott Winkop is going to be headlining. It's going to be great.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, this is uh, Adam Wolf and Justin Marino and our good buddy Angelo. uh, Angelo. And this has been They Said I'm Funny. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to They Said I'm Funny. Uh, you can email us at They Said I'm Funny at gmail.com. You can find our social media on Twitter. You can find us at They Said I'm Funny. And on Facebook, search for our page, They Said I'm Funny. You can also give us a call on our Google Voice number. Uh, that number is 254 294 6032. That is 254 254- Two nine four six zero three two and thanks again for listening.